Iowa everywhere. All right, here we go, baby. Time for Locks of the Week, Week 9, college football. Of course, we are presented by our friends at Circa and Circa Sports Iowa. I want to give a shout-out to them. I'm not BSing you guys. You're going to get better lines. Here's the deal. A lot of you are like, oh, are they giving me any promos? No, they don't do that. And the reason they don't do that is because they give you better lines. That's what they spend their money on, giving the better better options along the way. Download the app. You don't have to exclusively use them, but it's great to shop around, guys. Circus Sports Iowa, I'm telling you. You will get better. Sometimes you'll get a point, point and a half better. I promise you. I'm not making it up. Download their app today. All right. We, we had a brutal, brutal beat last week with Cincinnati. We should have gone three and two. We went two and three. Uh, we are 17, 11, and one on the season. And let's get to this week's plays where I'm really uh, being honest with you guys. I want, I, I'm trying at this point to give you like five plays per week. Um, I, I couldn't find that many that I was in love with this week, but I do have three. And I want to start with Florida State, Seminoles, baby. Team I watch a lot. Georgia Tech is a team that we have followed a lot here on the Locks podcast. Of course, they made a coaching change early in the season, and we saw a bump in performance by the Yellow Jackets. They have since come down to earth. Here's what we have in this matchup. You have an elite... uh, Elite's probably too strong, but a really good Florida State defense going up against a primarily running game-focused Georgia Tech offense. Love the matchup for the Seminoles. Florida State's offense isn't that great, and Georgia Tech's defense is um, considerably better than than, than than its offensive attack. 47 and a half is too high. That's too many points for this football game. Florida State's, I believe it's like a 24, 24 and a half point favorite. 31 to 7, 31 to 10. We're looking at a football game like that. Georgia Tech's going to have a tough time scoring 14 in this one. And Florida State's just not the type of team to go out and score 50. Under 47 and a half. Lock it up. Seminoles defense clamps down on Georgia Tech. We're going to take the under at 47 and a half. Stay with the Big 12, and this is a game where you look at the point spread and you go, well, um, you play Kansas State, right? Like, they're at home. Uh, This is a game to me, we're going to talk to Mike Palm about this coming up in the podcast. If you're watching on the video, you need to download the podcast because you can hear uh, Circa's Mike Palm. He tells you if he agrees or disagrees with my plays. I've just watched these two teams a lot. Watch the games. Now, I was wrong on Purdue last week with this same type of theory, but this story comes down to injuries as far as I'm concerned, where you have considerable injuries on both sides of the football. It looks like Will Howard, the backup quarterback for Kansas State, is going to take the snaps in this one. I just think Kansas State's program isn't at a point where it can withstand a ton of injuries compared to Oklahoma State. Gundy has covered his last 10 games on the road. I think he's something like 15-5 and in his last 20 against the spread. This is a Mike Gundy type of game. I think the wrong teamers favored. 
I know Oklahoma State has been vulnerable on defense, but Kansas State isn't the most exotic, you know, offense in the country. I think that the uh, Cowboys go in and win outright. Uh, I know it's one and a half here. I would play Oklahoma State money line, get a little plus money on that side. I think Oklahoma State wins this game by 10. I think the wrong team's favor. We're locking up the Cowboys coming up on Saturday in Manhattan. All right, we'll go to the SEC, a rare SEC play on the locks. Uh, Tennessee perhaps looking ahead to Georgia next week. This is sandwich game written all over it. I know they played UT Martin last week after that game against Bama. I'm throwing that one out the window. Watch out for Kentucky. You know, Kentucky is 5-2 um, and two right now, but they got a quarterback who a lot of people thought for a while would be the top pick in the NFL draft. Uh, Mark Stoops is a hell of a coach. This is just too many points. I'm just This is just too many points for a good team like Kentucky. That's I think we're getting some value here because of the two Kentucky losses, but those losses don't really change my mind about the program that Mark Stoops and Will Levis have there in Lexington. It's just too many points. It's not a disrespect to Tennessee, although I do think that they could be looking ahead slightly to Georgia. We're going to take the 12-and-a-half in Kentucky in Knoxville on Saturday. So there you have it. Uh, hopefully we get to 20-11-1 after this weekend. Again, your picks for this week, Florida State and Georgia Tech. We are going under 47.5. We're going to take Oklahoma State and the 1.5 points at Kansas State. And we are going to take Kentucky getting 12.5 at Tennessee. Those are your three plays. Thanks for watching here on Iowa Everywhere. And if you want, you can download the podcast to see what Circa Odds Maker Mike Palm thinks about these three picks. I'll ask him, and he will give us an agree-disagree with his analysis and on a couple of other games as well. All right, there you have it, guys. The picks on a week where I admittedly am not crazy about a lot of the football games on the docket. But I do want to run the ones that I've given out by our guy Mike Palm from Circa in Las Vegas. All right, Mike, uh, no cute introduction this week. Let's get down to business. I have been watching this Georgia Tech team closely. I've been betting on them the last two or three weeks in a row. I think the book is out on this new coach. They're a massive underdog at Florida State, a program with a really good defense. They're still not quite – they still qu quite haven't found that offensive footing under Mike Norvell yet. This screams under to me at 47-and-a-half. I think it's like 31-10, uh, that type of a football game, but I don't think Georgia Tech scores much. What do you think about my underplay? It's interesting because one of the most surprising things about Georgia Tech after Jeff Collins got fired is how well their defense played. Uh, I'm with you on Florida State. You saw them hold LSU down in the opener uh, in that game. Really, LSU had a rally in the fourth quarter. They had, I think, the 10 points for three quarters there. Uh, I actually like this play. Georgia Tech still run first team. Uh, and I think Florida State is important to get this win for them as they look to go bowling. So I'm with you on this one. All right, we're going to take – 
under 47.5 Florida State and Georgia Tech. The the story for Oklahoma State and Kansas State is injuries, Mike. Um, both of these teams are, are pretty beat up heading into this one. Here's why I'm going Oklahoma State. One, the quarterback situation at Kansas State obviously is a huge question mark. Number two, uh, I think Gundy's program is deeper. I think they can handle the injuries better than Kansas State at this point. And three, this is the Mike Gundy spot. He's covered 10 in a row away from home. Really good road underdog football coach. And I think they're the better team. I watched Big 12 football literally for a living. I just think they're better than Kansas State, and I'm going to go with my gut on this one that the wrong team is favored in Manhattan, especially when you factor in the injuries. What do you think? I think Oklahoma State's the best team in the Big 12. Uh, I'm mad I didn't take six at home against Texas because I was worried about Sanders not playing. Gundy got so conservative in the second half of TCU. He got the ball with 14 minutes to go with a 14-point lead. He goes run, run, pass, run, 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 run. They're better than TCU. Kansas State had was going to beat TCU until the quarterback gets hurt. I'm with you. I would have made Oklahoma State a two-point favorite in this game. Um, I, I think they're actually uh, head and shoulders above Kansas State uh, with the quarterback out. All right. We're two for two so far. My third play, probably my least confident one, but I'm going off of a situation in the spot here. Tennessee, uh, they beat up on UT Martin last week. Um Nothing to take from that. But, man, like, they've got Georgia coming up next week. It's almost a sandwich game if you don't count that FCS game. I just think that we probably undervalued Kentucky based off of recency. They still have a guy who many projected to be the number one pick in the NFL draft playing quarterback. Mike Stoops is a really good coach, solid defense. 12 and a half is the number I got this on Monday night. I believe I got it uh, with you guys at Circa. I don't know. I think it's down to 12 now. This just seems like a spot. I don't know if Tennessee necessarily loses this football game, but Kentucky's a good team. I think you risk the look-ahead factor with Tennessee, and I'm going to roll with the Wildcats. What do you think? So I circle put the lines out at 1 p.m. Central Time on Sunday. I circled Kentucky as a potential play uh, at 12 and a half. And then the more I thought about it this week, I'm going to pass on it. I just, you know, there was every reason for Tennessee to come out flat against UT Martin after that big win over Alabama. They were 52 to 7 at halftime. And then it was the third stringers in the second half that uh, UT Martin outscored 17 14. I respect Stoops. I respect Levis. I respect that running back and all those yards after contact. He's a tough son of a gun. But this Tennessee team, to me, is something special. I mean, they just, with tempo, control these games. You know, and if Kentucky gets down two scores, they're in a bad, bad shape here. These games turn quick with Tennessee. As soon as they get up two scores, these games are over. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I understand Alabama came back. And if they don't have the fumble, I don't know if Alabama gets the lead in that game on the handoff. But they get Florida. Florida controlled the first 28 minutes of the game, and you blink your eye, and now Tennessee's in control. They score at the end of the half. They score to start the second half. I, 12s and a half is a big number here because of the quality of scoops in Kentucky. But I'm not taking it because I could see Tennessee win this game by 20. Okay. Last one, I, real quick, I wanted to pick your brain on. I just feel like TCU's on upset alert. I think they're a lot better than uh, West Virginia. But going there, 
Um, it, this this screams to me. I just I just don't think that they're that much better than the last place team in the in the Big Twelve, which I guess would be Iowa State at this point. Um, seven and a half is a tricky. I just think them and Illinois both seven and a half point favorites on the road in Nebraska and West Virginia are in tricky tricky spots. Do you agree? Well, two trap games there. I mean, I. West Virginia benefited from an injury against Baylor, but I think TCU is pretty fraudulent top 10 team. I like Baylor a lot. Funny things can happen there, and, and especially on the road. They haven't had to really face adversity here. You know, they had an Iowa team that couldn't score. Minnesota played horribly against them. If they get down, we'll see what happens. But so far, Baylor has pushed all the right buttons. Two passes for me. Let me just say this in closing. What a sick, sick beat with Cincinnati last oh, week. Oh, man. Oh, that was my number one slate. My first, my first best bet loser in Manny Human's contest, the Circuit Invitational. I mean, you have seventeen nothing. You're up fifteen in the fourth quarter. SMU doesn't have a second half first down. He runs a, some weird play and loses eight yards on third down, and then gets the kick block to go up huh. eighteen, which would have. And then four times they had to stop the penalties, give the ball back to SMU. One of the worst beats in, in recent memory for me. Horrible. Horrible. I was all over that, too. <laughs> Mike, thank you for your time. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. Good luck this weekend. All right, you too, pal. Mike Palm, our buddy at Circa Handicapping Guru, one of the best handicappers in the entire world. We are lucky to have him here on Iowa Everywhere. All right, guys, have some fun. Bet responsibly. Thanks to Circa for sponsoring the Locks podcast. We appreciate you all. Have a great weekend. Iowa Everywhere.